0: The Small Business Show, episode 207 for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019.
1: (music) Greetings, folks, and
0: welcome to The Small Business Show here at BusinessShow.co, the show that is by, for, and about small business owners. Sponsors for this episode include abbyconnect.com slash SPS and expressvpn.com slash SPS. We'll tell you all about those shortly here, here where it's freezing cold in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave <laughs> Hamilton.
1: And this is Shannon Jean coming to you from the West Coast, where it's about I don't know, maybe close to seventy. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Well, you know, we we uh, there's some extra fees involved in that kind of weather out here. So uh, that is true. We, <laughs> we is pay true. them one way or another. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, right. How are you doing out there? Besides being cold?
0: Uh, yeah. You know, it's fine. It was I think yeah. it was seven today, so that was cool. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. That's oh, not bad. That's that's sure. a dig-
1: that's a digit. <laughs> it's Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's positive. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's good. Well, we're not going to let you bellyache too much. Uh, so, cause since we have a guest waiting in the wings and, you know, w- we've talked about uh, on this show, you know, uh, over I mean, hundreds of times about all the different ways of starting a business, you know, and, and y- y- you can start something from scratch. We talk about partnerships all the time. We talk about people buying business, selling businesses and everything, um, but one thing we haven't really talked about was uh, franchising, um, you know, how that process works if, for your own business. If you decided to franchise it and maybe from the other perspective, too, if you're going you know, to buy, uh, uh, you know, buy one. So sure. uh, I'm really happy uh, today to have uh, Nick Diagnolo of Nexus Property Management and for joining us. So thanks for being here today,
2: Nick. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, so so Nick's going to educate us about the franchise business model and talk about how he's done it. And uh, let, let's get started with a little background about you, Nick. Back up before Nexus. What did you do before starting? And and how, why did you start a property management business?
2: Sure, I. I, um, the main reason I started a property management business is because I had been managing property that I purchased in college. You know, I did, I managed my own property throughout college and then after. So I had experience doing it. Um, I got out of high school and, you know, dealt high stakes blackjack and went to school for finance. And I, you know, I got my finance degree in 2009, which, so that was kind of like having an expensive napkin at the time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. right right so at that time i i was playing started playing i quit my job because i was playing poker on the side throughout that period and was making more money playing poker and i had rental property that i purchased you know like i said in school so a decade of experience there played poker for a few years got burnt out with that and was like okay i need to do something else and i was like i know how to manage property maybe i can get a property management job so, you know, you go on the websites, you look at the job offerings and the, for the property manager makes. And I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> so let me, let me see what's actually in, entails to open a property management company and just kind of, you know, take a swing at it. And I one day I walked into, uh, you know, now my, you know, my biggest competitor's office, but I walked into his office. Um, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, I can say the name here, but, it, you know, it's a real property management franchise. They're locally They're here in Providence, Rhode Island. And I, you know, he actually, the owner actually sat down with me a little bit and was, gave me some tips and some pointers. And, um, you know, I went after it. I maxed out my credit cards, got the website going, got the licenses I needed, spent time on that and um, went after it. That's awesome.
1: Couple of points. I, I like. I really think that uh, high stakes blackjack and a finance degree go hand in hand. <laughs> That's a perfect, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. perfect combination. Uh, and then the other thing is, I really want to, uh, you know, recognize and commend you for taking the step to walk into somebody. You know that you know, you was gonna become a competitor of yours and that they, you know, sat down and gave you some information. And I would I, I think that's such a great thing to do that a lot of people don't do is, you know, when you're trying to get started, just walk in someplace or make a phone call and connect. Most people will will share information it, with you, right?
0: It's true. If a if a potential yeah. new competitor, like if an existing business
1: came, you know, CEO
0: or whatever came to me and said, I want to pick your brain and be like, yeah, you know what? Mm, maybe buy me lunch first, you know. But yeah. if somebody new came in and said, I want to get into this business. Tell me what, you know, like I, I would love that. Right. I mean, it's, that's what we yeah. do on this show. Right. right. So yep. yeah. Don't think that people will turn you away. In fact, more, more often than not, they'll sit you down and, and a few hours later have given you all the secrets. So, yeah. So
2: did yeah, he yeah, give right. you all the Very secrets? Cool. Was that, did, I mean, he, he got me started, uh, you know, good. he pointed me in the direction of software, which was huge, huge mm. leg up. Just even knowing that software existed, that would make sense and which one. Yeah. And, you know, just some basic stuff like, oh, get a small office. You know, you and then some ba- basic ideas how we handled maintenance and you know some some of the things that he would manage and like condo management he didn't do. And I, you know, I remember tentatively being like, oh, you know, I'll do that if you get those calls and almost trying yeah. to make like an agreement with them. But yeah. it was it, it was very helpful. Yeah,
1: it's that's awesome. really cool. Yeah, that, that I just didn't want to you know let that go slip through because it's just so important. So you, so you start Nexus and. You know, was it always in your head that, hey, someday I'm going to franchise this thing and grow it? Or is it was it just something that came up later, uh, you know, after you had gotten things rolling?
2: It was my plan. You know, day one, I really like, you know, I read like the e-myth and all these books and you know, I was tr- nice. trying to learn about investing and, you know, structuring a business and having exit plans and way to scale efficiently and stuff like that. And, and just my mindset from playing poker for a living is kind when of, you, when you play poker, you have to look at a situation and with, you know, imperfect information and just make a decision and be able to replicate that on and on and on with all these different situations. So I figured in business, I would do the same thing and kind of come up with a, you know, essentially a plan where somebody else could replicate what I did because of those, you know, build a manual. So that's how I approached it from day one. Wow.
1: That's really cool. I like that, and I like the analogy of the, you know, making decisions with limited information. Uh, we're back to the to the cards here, but uh, I, it's it's a really interesting uh, uh, way to look at it. You know, from the from the poker aspect. Um, well, you okay, have to so, do that
0: in in business all day long. Yeah, you, I absolutely. mean, you're never going to have all. You're never going to know what the exact perfect right answer is before you make the decision. And at, to your point, you have to make the decision. So otherwise, you're dead in the water. Yep.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That happens so often and just kind of went hand in hand, my, you know, kind of the mindset. So that I was a big benefit I had, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's really cool. So... When I think about franchises, you know, and and I've had a a, a bunch of small businesses and we've talked about franchising and trying to come up with things. And it's always something that has seemed like such a big headache to me, full of regulations, bureaucracy. Uh, One, you know, is is that perception correct? And then can you can you kind of walk us through the step of how you, you know, uh, got to that point where you could begin begin offering uh, Nexus property management franchises?
2: Yeah, there's, I mean, the, uh, you know, you got the FDD, the Franchise Disclosure Document. That's kind of like the the federal regulated document you have to provide. And, you know, you you have to have financials in there and they sample the agreement. And there's all these these schedules and sections that you have to, you know, have the cost, how much it costs to open. And you have to literally... I found a consultant who was really good that helped me a lot with the process. But you know, that, that FDD is like a 400 page legal document. Oh, wow. And yeah. It's, see, it's, 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 <laughs> I've <it's>, seen those. <laughs> yeah. It's serious. Uh, it's to the point where like, you know, sometimes we'll get like a prospect who like wants to open a franchise and I have to tell them like, Hey, I'm going to, I have to send you this document. Like, and sometimes they get intimidated and they're like, no, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's just, there's a lot.
1: Well, maybe that's, you know, like, maybe that's a good thing, right. Where if they can't power through that, right. Then you're kind of funneling, you know, weeding people out. Uh, Not a bad litmus test. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a guy who was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know about the franchise model. You know, I, because I already sent him the, the FDD. And then he's like, but I, you know, I'd be willing to pay you a percentage of the revenue and you teach me how to do it. I'm like, that's what that's for. That's, <laughs> that's why it's good. <laughs> you got it. you That's Got it. That's legally, we're legally required to give you that for that type of arrangement.
1: <laughs> yeah. It makes so, makes total sense. And so you mentioned you hired a consultant. I mean, is that, uh, something that you'd recommend for anyone that's looking to franchise your business or explore the opportunities that may be there with franchising?
2: Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know how you could ever do it without one, to be honest. I, I had to go line by line with him to really create that document. And, nice. um, you know, and, and it's this, and the thing is the price ranges from that kind of stuff are, are huge. So I was lucky to find a consultant that literally that's all he did was help people create franchises, you know, because you could call attorneys who kind of are in the field and you could get, you know, you could get 200, $250,000 price tags on this process. No, easily if you kind of take a, take a misstep here or there. Yeah, sure.
1: And that, that was going to lead me kind of my next question. Is there kind of a, I don't want to ask you specifics, but is there a price range that somebody, let's say, a, you know, a small business that wants to, you know, move into franchising, are, the, are they price range you're looking at where, what their expectation can be uh, to get to the point where they can actually start offering them? What does what, what it typically cost?
2: Yeah, it's tough to say because yeah. you have to create a, you have to create an operations manual and that's mostly on you. Okay. So, if you have that or you've been working on that that's that's a good amount of cost. Yeah, I had I had um one one of the guys who works for me who does all of our, you know, writing of that type of stuff and policy writing and stuff. So, you know, you, you get labor there. Yeah. Um and then the consultant, you know, those probably range between you know, sometimes you have a franchise broker relationship consultant that'll come on a little cheaper but they You have to sign the agreement Uh, to sell the franchises later. I see. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: uh, I would, you know, I'd try to stay away from that. But, you know, you're probably looking at, you know, 50 to 100,000 for the consultant. Okay. And then whatever other legal fees on top and fees to create the manual and, you know, any infrastructure fees to set up your website or however you're. Your business runs. Sure. Yeah. 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 So,
0: okay. So, so you're walking into six figures here, no matter how you look at it and, and perhaps quite deeply into six figures, if you don't already have all the sort of the materials ahead of time. So,
1: yeah. Yep. 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 It makes sense. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really excellent information. And and I mean, I get it. You know, there you got to go through this process to be sure it's a valid you know concept of franchise, right? I mean, they want to make sure it's producing revenue, and you've got all these operational things in place to where you hand it off to somebody they can have a chance of success.
2: Yeah, and then the other thing is it has to actually be unique. Like, it, yeah. has, to, it has to make sense for somebody would to ever buy it. So the consultant, the one that I actually chose, you know, that was the first part of the kind of the vetting process as he looked through my entire business and the processes and to see if it was even a franchisable concept.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Cause like when I thought of, uh, when we first connected, I'm all, huh, property manager. That's an interesting, i would never seen a franchised, you know, uh, opportunity like that. So they kind of vet the, the, the business model and see whether it's unique
2: enough to, to get out there and be successful. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, won't even take on the project. Uh, yeah, at least my consultant anyway. I yeah, mean, if you, if you and you want, to, you want to do that for your your own, um, you know, because if for some reason you did get somebody who would give you the, yeah, 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 let's start making this a franchise and it's not unique enough or you don't have a business model that's tied up enough or you offer enough value to a franchisee, then you spend all that money and, you know, you're dead.
1: Yeah, it's not, not going to work.
2: So, okay, so what,
1: you went through the process. How, how long did it take? Was it, you know, is this a year or more project or six months? I mean,
2: yeah, know. it probably took about you know 16 months to you know two years something like that. yeah yeah so a year or two to get it done and
1: and i'm i'm curious about um i mean i see lots of franchises uh available i'm curious about the type of of person that's going to be successful you know like what makes a successful franchisee you know is it a typical small business owner do you think Or, or or have you found that it's a different type of person that you're really looking for
2: I mean, I, I think that would be, you know, a lot of that would depend on the model and you, what business you're offering. I know with mine, you know, it's really, you know, we have a, an ex-school teacher, an ex-poker mm. player, and a former business owner running a Nexus office. You know? Yeah. So these those personalities, they're, they're all doing well. So I, what I could boil it down to, it's really an attitude, um, like a solution focus and like teachable person. I see. Sure. Um, okay. Those, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That yeah, makes you got to so, be okay. able to
0: follow yeah. someone else's formula and, and, and be successful that way. You can't be too much of a, a, a lone wolf, right. Or a rogue. Otherwise it's not going
2: to work out. Yeah. So like if the, if somebody owned a property management business and they, and they wanted to open one, it probably would be a bad sign. Yeah. Cause they, you know, they're probably already set in, you know, inefficient yeah. practices and policies and stuff that, you know, now it's like, you know, we kind of working against it. Yep.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. And you kind of that, you know, if I would imagine you have to conform, uh, you know, kind of to the plan, right? That that's what they're buying. The, the, this is how you do it. Now it works and they they can't veer too far from it. Right. I mean, uh, are they contractually obligated to follow these, you know, certain steps that are laid out in that, in the agreement?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of laid out there. There is some leeway and, and a lot of flexibility based on local markets, you know, okay. as, far as, as far as pricing and, and the local laws in terms of, you know, lease structure, agreement structure and eviction process, stuff like that changes. But the general core business um, functions and, and processes, you know, pretty much stay the same.
1: I see. No, that makes sense, and and you're and you're still running what is essentially a, a nexus uh, franchise of your own, right? You're still yeah. managing properties in your local area, right?
2: Yeah, in Pawtucket, okay. Rhode Island, where our headquarters is, uh, where you know where I started the business. We still have our Pawtucket office. All right, hey guys,
0: I want to take a minute here and talk about our first sponsor, which is Abby Connect at abbyconnect.com slash sbs. This is a fantastic service that answers your phone for you. It sounds really simple, but think about this. How many businesses do you call where a human being answers the phone that sounds like they are at and work for the company that you just called? Very, very few. You want to leg up on your competition? Have someone answer your phone for you. But you don't want to have to pay somebody full time to do that. And Abby Connect knows that. That's why they built this service, right? All their staffers are in the U.S. They create a small dedicated team assigned to your business that knows your business, learns your customized scenarios, and really sounds like they work for you because they do. You've trained them. All right. Here's the deal. We want to help you impress your clients and customers with Abbey Connect, and they have a special offer just for listeners of The Small Business Show. You get a no-obligation free trial with Abbey Connect at abbeyconnect.com slash SBS. Plus, after your trial, you get 95 bucks off your first bill. So you can go to abbeyconnect.com, that's A-B-B-Y connect.com slash SBS, or, you guessed it, you can call them at 833-ABBY-WOW and mention Small Business Show. You get the same deal, the same free trial, and then the same 95 bucks off your first bill.
1: And I, I would encourage you to, you know, do the, they'll do a sample call with you uh, and walk through that because it'll blow your mind how how great they represent your business. And, you know, we've said it here on the show before, answering you the phones can be a real competitive advantage for you. And uh, this is a great way to do it. It's totally true. Our thanks to Abby Connect for sponsoring this show. Our next sponsor
0: is ExpressVPN, where at expressvpn.com slash SBS, you can sign up for what I am actually quite happy to say is my favorite VPN service that I've ever used. Now, why would you want a VPN and what does a VPN do? A VPN creates a secure tunnel between your computer or your iPhone or your iPad or your Android And the outside world. Now, why would you want this? Well, what happens if you're at a coffee shop? What happens if you're uh, on some Wi-Fi that you don't manage, right? You're in an airport, you're in a hotel, like I said, a coffee shop, but maybe you're uh, in the lobby of one of your customers or maybe you're in the lobby of one of your competitors, (laughs) You don't want anyone sniffing and knowing where you're connecting, potentially seeing the data that's going back and forth and your passwords and all of that stuff. You want privacy. And that secure tunnel of a VPN provides that for you. And this is why you want ExpressVPN, because they are the simplest VPN I've ever used. You install an app on your phone or on your Mac or on your Windows machine or whatever, and it's one click and it figures it all out and connects. And then you're done and it's super, super simple. You can put it on as many devices as you, as you have, and you can have up to three of them online simultaneously. So it's really built for you, the traveler, the mobile person that's out there just doing stuff and it costs less than seven bucks a month and you get three months free with a one year package at expressvpn.com slash S B S. It's ExpressVPN, expressvpn. dot slash sbs. Three months free with your one year package. They've got a thirty day money back guarantee. It's so cool. You've tried it, right, Shannon?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And you know, we always talk about the flexibility of, and how you get to live a charmed life as a small business owner. Uh, you can be around. You're not tethered to your desk. And and this product allows you to be secure while you do that. So I mean, it's a big deal. And it, and it's you know it, it it's it's a couple of cups of coffee, maybe just one cup of coffee, you know, cost and, or, or you know, or a beer. And, and it's really just something you need to be uh, involved in.
0: Check it out. ExpressVPN.com slash SBS. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. All right. Now, Shannon, bring us back to everything that Nick's got to tell us.
1: So I, I, I spent some time looking at your website um, and nexuspropertymanagement.com. I think it was, you know, and and I, I, one thing I really liked was how, uh all your pricing was up front. And, you know, I, I jumped on some other property management sites and was looking around and I, I was, I was always hit with this, call us, call us for a quote, enter your information. Right? Yeah. And you know, <laughs> how important is it been for you to capture customers? You know, I mean, is that a
2: competitive advantage having your pricing up there? It's huge. And, and it's actually started to where, cause when I first started the business, I had to go on these websites and I had to call these companies to get the, the price. Yeah, I I needed to know what I should charge and I couldn't find any prices listed in my area. So I was like, okay, whenever I do get established prices, I'm putting them right up. And that's what I did. And, you know, people love it. And we get a lot of leads quickly like that to the point where now our competition, they're all, they've started doing it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) It totally makes sense. Because if I had, you know, some uh, property that I needed, you could just quickly get it. And, uh, you know, I, I respect that. I think it's really cool.
2: These yeah, there's there's another aspect to that too. Is it's transparency and kind of treating all your customers fair? Because if if the w- the price isn't posted, then like that means that the company doesn't know how much to charge, or they're yeah. charging people all different. So you don't know if you're
1: you you get know if get you're getting the down. best price. Yeah, so. It's so that's crazy. Point. If
2: you don't, if you don't list it, it's really crazy. In my yeah, opinion, cause, it's at, yeah.
1: Cause in you record. can then, advet, you know, each individual person, well, i got to massage it here, massage it there. You know, that, yeah, that, that's yeah, a really good bad point day
2: at the casino. So the price went up today. You know? <laughs> yeah, really, tough,
1: or, or a bigger <laughs> company, if you think they can get soaked, you know, they can pay more or this, you know, so yeah, I, I think that's great. Yeah. I, I really like that, uh, that concept. So also looking around on the site, I, I see, You know, there's a lot of stuff going on there that you have and um, new ideas. I mean, I'd like to talk about this rent for you concept you have up there and invest that you have up there. It's like, uh, you know, again, just give us some background on those and how you've used those concepts to grow your business and make you stand out from others.
2: Sure. So most of our competition, they want to, you know, they want to manage single family rental homes, you know, and- You know, they're, it's very easy and very little maintenance. Not much happens with them. But in this area, there's, uh, it's densely populated. There's a lot of multifamilies and, you know, large apartment complexes. So you run into those and sometimes you have the owner who is just looking for a tenant and they're not that great at screening tenants or advertising vacancies. So that's where I came up with the rent for use service where we'll have that owner. They want to manage it themselves, but they just want... Ah. They want you to place the tenant. Uh,
1: I see. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. So they're trying to, d- down, you know, uh, I know how to do this part, but I'm no good at this. So they can hire somebody to offset that weakness.
2: Exactly. So we, we perform that service for them. Um, and that's, to be honest with you, most of the people who do that end up signing up for management eventually. Of course. Yeah. Cause they see how yeah. you can take their headaches away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and now the end vest is even before that. So, you know, when I, when I started the company, it was, you know, after the downturn, the financial crisis. So a lot of people were stuck in properties and they were just, you know, or they bought properties wrong. Like they didn't, they didn't cash flow correctly or they didn't know how to model the potential ROI and they got in some bad situations. So, sure. you know, and they're, they're trying to squeeze money where it's not, it doesn't exist. And, yeah, there's a lot of clients early on. So invest is a service where we, we act as the buyer agent and we actually take our clients and find them profitable properties and take them from, from the you know, the initial showing through the inspections to the purchase and represent them the entire way. And then we manage it after the fact. So oh, it's really the full, nice. the full gamut of uh, real estate investing and they get put into good situations because obviously we have to manage it after. So, yeah. And so we've had a lot of success with that, especially recently with the market has gone up. So, you know, we have clients that bought multiple properties with me three years ago that sold them all and made a hundred thousand a clip on all, you know, wow. Those- these kind of yeah. multi-units, stuff like that. It's, that's, well, how smart lead. is that yeah. though?
0: Cause yeah, you're, you're essentially cultivating your next round of business. Like th- th- that's your business development right there is using these people that not using, but you know, taking these people that have money that want to invest, you find them the property that you
2: want to manage and it's a win, win, win,
0: right? That, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's
2: fantastic. It, just, it fuels the model. It's a perpetual, yeah. you know, it's like a, it's like a closed loop model. And, yeah. and to, on the offset of that, as far as like, well, we'll work with investors to purchase, but we don't water down our services. We don't. If it's a first-time home buyer, they're looking to buy their a home that they want to live in. We don't do it. If you're right. looking to sell a, if you're looking to sell a property, we don't do it. I we see. We only we only specialize in you know finding profitable investments, yeah. managing them. That's it. That's it. No, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because it great. fits your model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I a lot think- of our competition, they do the sales and. You know, the first time buyers, they water it down. And that's kind of how we got ahead of them. They just they get capped out. Yeah. Yeah. You you only have so much
0: time. Right. I mean, you can do all these things, but are they really going to fuel your business's success or are they going to be distractions? And it sounds like you figured out how to stay away from the distractions as best you can. That's smart, man.
2: Yeah. yeah. They, they, they cannibalize their own model with a lot of that stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And th- the other thing I like about it too, is that I would imagine, you know, your company culture is, uh, pretty creative. And, you know, when you're introducing and doing these kind of new things uh, to, to grow your business in other ways. And uh, I, I imagine that, it, you know, it's good for your team. It's good for your your people to be involved in these other processes instead of, hey, this is the same thing we do in and out every single day. You're able to now offer these other services. I think it's great. Oh,
2: yeah. It adds on. We even have um, and, you know, we have, I have a program for my employees that helps them purchase their first property. And then, you know, they get free management on their first four units type stuff. And one of my employees that came on early, he's now grown to be our biggest client. He's got 30 units. Wow. Yeah. That's killer.
1: <laughs> yeah. What a great idea. And what a great opportunity, you know, uh, lifting everybody up that you're, that you're working with to help them as well. And it helps you. And, uh, that's really great. I, I commend you for that. It works well. Yeah, yeah, Smart. for sure. So, tell me what's the biggest challenge for you guys um for Nexus and and what are you doing now to, you know, try to overcome that that challenge that kind of the next step for you.
2: Yeah, so the biggest my, our biggest problem is kind of educating landlords or owners that don't understand um how much it actually is costing them to manage themselves or in they're on the same aspect trying to educate potential franchisees when they call up and they go oh well 25,000 for a franchise i can just open my own business it's like ah, yeah sure sure you Nothing. can you can <laughs> yeah 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 but it's it's like you know you know how many you know decisions that got us to where we are over the last 6 years and how you have to be right on essentially all of them yeah <laughs> so, sure you know and you know it's that so kind it's, of it, stuff
1: yeah so educating your, your clients and your franchisees. And, and how, how do you guys, you know, what, what do you, how do you overcome that? Or how do you get that, you know, you have a process in place that helps uh, get through that with them?
2: Well, it's hard. We, uh, we have actually, we created a tool on the website that's kind of a, it's called a DIY cost calculator. So you Mm -hmm. can go on there and put how many units you have, what your, what, you know, what your salary is, how much your time is worth, yeah. And then they'll tell you, hey, this is how much you're paying and this is how much it would cost to have Nexus manage a property and if you're saving money or if you're losing money.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we're going to have to link to that. And is it is it uh, localized? I mean, is it kind of thing where if I put that in, in California, real estate would just freak out? Or, uh, you know, is it is it work? It would,
2: pretty. Much? It would still work essentially um, based on the percentages because, ah. you know, you'd have to put how much the rent is for each unit and then how I much your, your time is worth. So it would still work because, it uses the the average time to rent a unit is you know fifty hours. The average time spent managing a unit per year is fifty hours. So it uses those calculations. Oh, and that's then, killer. You know the percentage for the management fee gives you a number. That's, that's
1: great. I love this stuff. It's, a, it's that's so that's, smart, that's
2: an awesome way. It really yeah, you're just it's right really up front tool. about it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's true. you know if if you you know depending on what your time is worth, and maybe maybe it doesn't make sense. Right. You yeah usually does. But it usually
0: does. Well, and and that's the thing is, you know, that your product, I mean, you've not only have you been doing it forever, but you've really honed this down. So, you know, that this works and and that people can be successful by partnering with you. And so it at some point they're going to see the price. They're going to see what it's going to cost. You might as well show it to them right up front. It's like it's like my philosophy with job interviews. I talk money with people first. Like, are we in the ballpark with each other? Yeah. Great. Good. Now let's talk about whether or not you're a good fit here, but it, it doesn't matter if you're a good fit and you need three times what I'm able to pay. You. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, let's get the money out of the way and then we're not wondering about it. Now we can have a real conversation. I think it's great.
2: I think it's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it helps a lot too, because if you, if you have the call for a quote thing, now you have to have somebody answering the phone for a, somebody who's not, a, they're not really a strong lead. Yeah. They're sniffing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So now That's you're right.
2: kind of, you're kind of wasting, you know, bandwidth. And yep. you know, that adds up into all those it little does. small mistakes add up.
1: Yeah, that's good, that's great. So talking about mistakes, uh, you know, one of the things we ask everybody who comes on the show um is is really what's their what's their best mistake. And what I mean by that is, you know, because we know mistakes that we learn so much from them. Uh, you know, what what mistake has taught you the most as you've, you know, developed Nexus and rolled into this franchising?
2: Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I think my, my biggest mistake was, um, you know, hiring and firing. Uh, and the way I make mistakes there early on is a bunch of different ways. But I remember when I first started, I was trying to look for somebody, you know, I was trying to hire for maintenance help and try to hire a maintenance director to help grow the company. And I was trying to look for somebody like my 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 own age. Uh, I was 30 at the time. And that was a mistake. Because, <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not the age group of the person you need at the, uh. I didn't. And so I ended up um, hiring uh, a guy, he was almost 60. And a more experienced at the More me. experience, And, yeah. you know, it gave me authority in the maintenance realm because he had the answers to all the stuff that I had no idea about. And it really helped out. And in the same aspect, hiring for skills is not as important as hiring for attitude. Yeah i hear you on that one so i've had i've had people who you know the you know the guys can do anything can do anything in the maintenance realm but the thing is the wrong attitude and it's you know it's almost like a bad locker room guy if you want to call it kind of sure takes morale down and causes friction with the team but you can have a guy with a great attitude and if he's willing to learn way better off for and and so that those mistakes and the firing firing is uh Generally, I always tell my franchisees too. like if you think you should fire the guy, you already should have done it. Definitely. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Man, it, listen
0: to, to all of our listeners, take the last like hundred and fifty seconds of this show and play it again, because I'm sitting here thinking, man, I wish I had heard this. 15 years ago 20 years ago whatever it is yeah. I, I just like oh my god <laughs> yeah it's, it's so tough. true it's yeah. but it's, it's hard it's I, it's I hard probably did hear far. this 15 yeah. or 20 years ago oh, but yeah. un- until you until you make that mistake it's really hard firing somebody it sucks. But man, it's brutal. brutal. It It should be. And it should be brutal. Right. Like if you I think we said this in a recent episode, Shannon, if if it feels good to you to fire people all the time, some people will feel good to fire. Yes. But Mm -hmm. uh, but generally speaking, no, it shouldn't feel good. So. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Exactly. It's hard. Yeah, Gosh. that's, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So it, you may have just told us this, uh, uh, you know, with that, with that mistake, I'm not sure, but, you know, we, we've got thousands of, of folks listening that are, that are small business owners or potential small business owners, you know, and if you could offer your single best piece of advice that you've learned, and maybe it was learned something you learned at the poker table versus, uh, you know, in, in, in the, in the business, but what would that, that single, you know, uh, bit of advice be for them?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it does make sense. It comes a little bit from poker um, and the decision, you know, kind of making quick decisions and setting to those. But I would say the biggest piece of advice that I, I, I had a noticeable difference when I started doing it, when I was trying to grow the company and I was really, it was saying no. Oh. When you say no to somebody who's calling you up and trying to change your policy or make you move on price and you say no, it, sets your authority. It sets that you've researched this situation, that you know what you're talking about and that you're fair with all of your clients. And you're not, you know, I'm, I'm used to say, no, that would be doing a disservice to all of my clients. That, w- that was a phrase that I caught on early and I, and I wasn't really adding units a ton, but as soon as I started saying no, they, as soon as I say it, they go, okay, what's the next step? How do I sign up?
1: Oh, wow. That's really great. I like that. I really like that phrase. You know, I would be doing a disservice to all of my existing clients when somebody, especially, trying to get you to change what you do or the way you do it. And and and, I'll, I'll, we're huge uh, proponents of not uh, coming off price points. Um, and it, uh, you know, I always say it's you're looking for a person, not price. Um, so I think that's excellent advice. That's really cool. Uh, well, Nick, I, I've learned a ton of stuff. I knew nothing and uh, not, you know, uh, about your business. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely have a good insight into how, how you make things happen. Uh, it's impressive. Um, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Nexus and to connect with you?
2: Yeah, they could go to nexuspropertymanagement.com. They could give us a call, 888-NEXUS-55, or they could shoot me an email, nick at com. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and
1: uh, keep in touch so you can check back in with us as you grow this franchise network. We'll do it. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, awesome. man. Thank you thank so you. much. This was a great one. Folks, yeah, you can always, always find us
0: at businessshow.co. Keep doing what you can to live that charmed life, and we'll see you next time.